0: I'm Bernadette Fungnam Nguyen and welcome to the Audiocraft podcast. This podcast was produced and recorded on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. I pay my respects to their elders past and present and acknowledge that this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. For this season of the Audiocraft podcast, we're taking you behind the scenes into the production of our podcasts. We'll be speaking with the Audiocraft producers about the series they've been working on and how they've made them. In this episode, we're hearing from the makers of Pillow Talk, an eight-part Audible original podcast following host Laura Nudge falling into the bizarre and beautiful online world of ASMR.
1: Because to understand the frankly bananas series of events that unfold from here, you've first got to understand the internet phenomena of ASMR. You know that tickly feeling you get when someone whispers in your ear? That feeling? That's ASMR. It starts at the crown of your head and shivers its way down your neck, sort of like a pleasant head rush. Maybe you get it when a hairdresser rinses shampoo suds from your scalp, or when you turn the page of a particularly crisp book.
0: Short for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, ASMR is a form of paresthesia that has seen an entire online community explode. This community is dedicated to creating content intended to induce ASMR, and it's estimated that 15 million ASMR videos have been published on YouTube. Part memoir, part documentary, and full of all the wonderful tingly sensations of ASMR, Pillow Talk is one woman's journey into the heart of the internet and the truth of her own past. This series was made in collaboration with film production company Easy Tiger TV. This episode is a little bit of a love fest between the collaborators of this project. We hear about their love for the concept, what was most exciting and different about working on the series, and we hear them talking through all the scenes that induced ASMR for them. Before we jump in, this episode contains explicit content and some swear words. Hi, hi, hello. Hello. Welcome. How are you?
2: Good, how are you? Well, Welcome to you. the Lawyer Craft
1: Podcast. Thank you. It's great. <laughs>
2: So we should introduce ourselves. I'm, I'm Jess from Audiocraft, who is the producer on this project,
1: which was written by... I'm Laura Norge and I wrote it, as you just said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Adam Connolly and I was the sound designer.
2: And I'm Freya Burkout and I was the composer. So I met you, Laura, in May 2020 like 18 months before we finished this project mm-hmm. and yeah. all I'd seen was the series bible I think you'd you'd written th- written out a pitch document for audible and it was the most interesting podcast pitch I'd ever seen so I was <laughs> like <"Yeah." laughs> so exciting and I'd never heard about any of this kind of stuff but do you want to maybe tell us what pillow talk is
1: mm-hmm.
2: and how it came to be a podcast because you're not really from a podcast
1: background no I am a filmmaker I guess I can say I'm a podcaster now so pillow talk is a eight by 30 minute podcast series on audible um and it is I guess you could say it's a memoir Hmm. slash documentary hybrid mostly memoir but with little moments of documentary And basically it's just a really personal story of um, a time when I was feeling very lonely and um, fell into an online community of ASMR makers and listeners. And it's like not just specifically ASMR
2: but it's a very certain pocket of the ASMR community Mm -hmm. which saw me spend my 2020 lockdown listening to ASMR boyfriends (laughs) who I'd never heard of before and falling in love with or getting a little kind of interested in mm-hmm. a lot of these people on the internet who record mm. one-way conversations for their partners or for well, not for their, their partners, listeners. for their listeners. Yeah.
3: We so. were all listening to and falling in love with <laughs> AS- uh, ASMR boyfriend experiences.
2: Yes. Yeah.
4: it's a good time to be listening to them in lockdown.
3: Baby, you're asleep, right? Now. You
4: said you had something to show me? I want to hold your hands in my hands just like this. Sweetie,
3: is there something wrong? <laughs> You look nervous or upset. I am honoured to call such an extraordinary woman my girlfriend.
1: Nobody burps or spills their drink on your dress. There's nobody saying, look, I love you, but I can't stand your music. There are no panic attacks to hide. And on the internet, nobody can really touch you.
3: I knew it was going to be really good just from from what it was on the page. It feels weird saying this in front of Laura, but <laughs> <laughs> just 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 uh the way it was written, like Laura is an amazing writer, and um, it was clear that it was going to be not just a conventional podcast, not just a journalistic thing, and um, I'm also from a film background, so that excited me yeah, just just the sensitivity and just it, it, yeah, I just knew it was going to be um, something that was really for me.
2: Yeah, I think we also had that first meeting. Where we're like, all right, I don't know if we've got this much time. And maybe, oh, yeah. you know, how, what hour, are we gonna be able
3: to work? We like, when- had the budget. <laughs> <laughs> the first budget that uh, Jess put to me was yeah. Well, I, I, it was just between Jess and Kate yeah. was uh, half, half an hour, uh, half a day of sound design per episode. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably would have spent realistically. Oh, I mean, it's hard to say, but like at least three to four, in every episode. I yeah, we, we had this
2: moment
1: where I think we we're both like, we can't do a podcast about ASMR without
2: <laughs> yeah. sound
3: design. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, and but that was a huge part of the draw of doing it as a podcast. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't come from an audio background, except working in film. Obviously, there's an element there, um, and I actually try. Well, I tried to not make it, but I had sort of gone through a few drafts of what a documentary would look like before realising that it was very obviously a podcast. Mm. So that was quite fun. It just felt like the right medium for a story about sound. It makes
4: sense as an oral experience. It's so
2: immersive. Freya, you composed the score throughout the series. When did you first hear about Pillow Talk and what was the brief you were given?
4: I had a chat with Laura about it and she'd heard some of the other things that I'd worked on, some films that I'd worked on. So, yeah, I come from a film background as well. I was intrigued by ASMR anyway, but I also got scripts and I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so tender and vulnerable and it was just totally in my kind of sonic wheelhouse and I was like, I definitely want to be a part of this. I was so excited to work on it and it's just been like... I don't know. It's like such a journey. That it's a really profound story, but it there's so much about it that felt really safe and I was really excited to I don't know, explore the way that ASMR could be translated into music and yeah, just felt like there was so much exciting scope for it. So
1: I don't even know if we had a brief at first, but it was just one of those like really excitable conversations and I remember we we wanted obviously to feel very tender and vulnerable and um you know, for you to kind of feel very close to whoever's telling their story in the podcast at the time, which is mm. mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and But I remember the first thing you said where I was like, okay, I have to work with this woman, was when you said that you wanted to make a lot of the score out of ASMR. Definitely. Yeah. yeah.
4: And I ended up using a stethoscope that was made into a microphone for heaps of the sounds and I wanted mm. it to feel really bodily. Like it's, it's coming, I mean, ASMR is you feel it in your body, that's the whole idea, and the score needed to be built from those things. So it just, I don't know, it was so, it was so exciting to have a chance to really experiment with those ideas and, and then make something beautiful and, and tender inside that kind of idea.
2: that's your it's your heart that you hear yeah i I recorded a
4: few different heartbeats and then
3: (laughs) (laughs) i know who they are because of the 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 names of the tracks names (laughs) the clips
4: yeah oh it's not all you no they're not all me i wanted different ones i my heart is much smaller than the other hearts that i recorded i recorded some my heart, heart which is smaller and then like big men's hearts um which are much more like I don't know you can really feel the blood pumping through there um mm. and then yeah like weird stomach gurgles and stuff that just felt like i don't know there's a place for it in this in this podcast in a way that there isn't in other projects and mm. yeah couldn't wait to explore that
3: your a lot of your music that i'm familiar with has, and your vocal style has mm. like rhythmic non-lyrical mm. sounds to it which i think There's a big crossover with ASMR because there's mouth sounds and stuff like that. Totally, and I lent
4: into that too, which is Mm. funny because I think from a singing perspective, especially on microphone, you're not meant to do that. Mm. And so it was weird to kind of go the other direction and be like, okay, just you want to hear what's going on in your mouth. It's kind of strange, but Mm. that's, that's the vibe.
2: Yeah, I think for me it's been interesting working on it and seeing it all come together but also mm. I never really had strong ASMR responses to anything and after working on this for a few months I was like instantly getting these these triggers from certain sounds. And You've so, like
4: trained your ears. Yeah, by the
2: time we got to final mix I'd hear your yeah. heartbeats and be like, whoa, I don't know, my I'm, my stomach's going to drop. It was really, really wild but it was I think really great because ASMR is such a bodily mm. experience. Definitely. However people, different people experience mm. that the Tingles or shivers or or whatever it may be, and the music you composed was was literally very bodily, mm. and the story that it was accompanying was a very very much about it, the experience of being you, Laura, and through mm. that few years and of healing and of of how some of those emotions can be very bodily experiences. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah and heaps. The podcast does talk about people's experiences in their body and especially like a lot not a lot of it but some of it is about like panic attacks and stuff like Mm -hmm. that where your world is reduced into a very small you know narrow window of just you and your own body and your own breath and stuff like that
2: Mm. yeah Yeah. and there's moments that it's like you know I, I know some of the even the song the track titles are like yeah around what are they like yeah there's one called
4: nest which like you know i wanted it to be like protective the kind of cocoon and then descent which is like okay we're going to a weird place because this podcast gets really dark and Mm -hmm. i don't know like finding finding the yeah the parameters around that was fun to like map out what the beautiful tender stuff was and what the fucked up sort of a perversion of those ideas would be um yeah it was i don't know it's always like they're the best projects you work on they don't come around that often
3: a warm a warm bath turns cold that's Mm. that
4: That was a conversation we had
1: remember Mm. and it was like we were talking about the Boys mm. and like
4: We're early love. We're talking about relationships
1: when, you know, you, relationships that feel like you're in a nice warm bath, and then suddenly it's like freezing cold, and your fingers are pruned, and you're like, oh my god, when did it? Go yeah, cold? When? Like How long have I been inside
4: this horrible bath? There's no delineation there. You're just yeah. like, at some point it happened, and I didn't realize. Mm. Yeah,
2: that's my favorite. That's my favorite track, it's and it's a- so beautiful because the moments you can you feel like to me it feels like falling in love at at points and that especially at the end of episode four where things are a little darker, Mm. um, it's such a stomach-twisting way to end when it turns cold. Yeah, Um, starts heady. But also accompanied by some pretty amazing acting. So a lot of the (laughs) the script, I guess the script started off like you you kind of doing a a script pass of of the full story Mm. and then we did another pass of it to work out. Where we could bring actors in, or where you would act, which I think you probably
1: mm. regret. <laughs> I have to say, so much of this podcast, I was like, "Yeah, I'll do that." Not really thinking about that I would actually have to do that, you know. Especially living
4: things. Yeah, great.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Mostly, I was like the sound of my own voice. Oh Jesus, you know. So it's yes, a thing
4: you get used to, but it takes a while.
1: Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm a writer and a director, so I'm so used to. Being behind all of that and like mm. having puppets—that's not how I think about actors. I respect you, actors. Um, yeah, so that was quite fun. The, but yeah,
3: the recording process was pretty interesting.
1: Recording oh, <laughs> no actors.
3: Oh, just I mean, I guess we were kind of going in. What I, you know, the what came out of our first meetings was we're going to do this high binaural because that's what you know yeah. all the ideas I had around um, what I could bring to add the you know in the mixing and the the sound design elements to make it really, um, sound really, um, intense and sensitive and, 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 uh, have really cool ASMR. Uh, and so going into the recordings, like, I just I remember bringing in like heaps of mics and like, you know, considering
2: we didn't have access to a binaural mic. Oh, setup, totally. You were able to then in, in posts do yes. some pretty oh, interesting
3: yeah. stuff. Oh, I, I'm so happy with, um, with, um, what we got, I think. I think it sounds really great. Um, and yeah, it, it, there is binaural processing. You know, mm. I I um, I'm glad I brought f- four mics and did that setup.
2: I am too. Because <laughs> <laughs> before you were going to come, I was going to
1: rock up with this, with this standard podcast that I'm gonna be
3: like, use oh, my phone
1: for a backup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the recordings, like it's sort of a funny little collage of recordings, I guess, because some of it, a lot of it, is just recorded on a phone.
3: Totally.
0: Welcome to Post Traumatic Air. The cabin crew are here to ensure you enjoy your flight to a bottomless pit of your own making.
1: I need pillow talk, but my phone's dead.
0: The use of all radio transmitting devices is banned at all times. Easy, and then like, you me in me in your, your,
1: time your time I just and need to download, I like, just need to do one one thing and then I'll put it away.
0: Sorry, we're we're just about to take off, so I'm just gonna need you to pop it away. Mm-hmm. I just like
1: literally just want, just one
0: thing. Sorry, sorry, you're gonna have to put it away. Okay. In a few moments, we'll be screening a personalized hell loop of all your worst memories. We require that you give us your careful attention.
2: Yeah, that was the kind of the point, like getting some of that lo-fi ASMR mm. YouTuber. Mm. Like the, you almost don't want that studio quality in some of those yeah. scenes too.
1: Yeah. Or like Mike that was just like on the bed in between the yeah. bed sheets, between mm. me yeah. and Daniel Monks <laughs> <laughs> pretending to be in love. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. So good. Uh, it's it's yeah, rude. It made me want to quit. <laughs> I was like, bye. bye. This uh, is your podcast now.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm just going to compliment Laura again for a bit, but your performances <laughs> are so good. As yeah, well. I was so, so, so yeah. impressed. And it's, you know, so much of the podcast is you. And, yeah, I was surprised that you said that you, you're not an actor.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it was funny like playing like a, a version of myself. You know, most of this podcast is about me five years ago or, you know, even more. Mm-hmm. So that was quite funny. It was like 25-year-old Laura and a lot of that is so cringy. <laughs> To go back on. Oh, she's um, sweet.
2: Yes. But I think a lot of it that really worked as well was that it wasn't it was scripted. You'd yeah. scripted it, but there was you'd given each of these actors a character profile and a mm-hmm. brief to work towards. And then you were just kind of like riffing and improving mm-hmm. with with each other. And mm-hmm. that's some of the stuff that was so good when they when it was just really natural conversation or really natural scenes between, particularly between you and Daniel, but also mm-hmm. with um you and Ella and Sam oh, yeah. you know yeah. the scenes Hannah in Layman,
1: Alex King yeah. in Copenhagen There's a concept here in Denmark called hygge A word I am definitely butchering because my Danish is still absolutely shit house And this is like the definition of hygge Okay, okay. Yeah. can you actually explain that to me cuz like we don't get it No we don't get it like so many people have tried to explain it to us I wouldn't
0: think that you guys would get it. And <laughs>
1: it's not really translatable into English, apparently. I think it means something like, cosy? It's
0: like sitting there in front of the fireplace with a good book. A
1: part book. of me thinks hygge the is just a consolation prize for <laughs> Scandinavians. Something to get them through days when the sun comes up at 11am and goes down by four. But I'll admit there is something magical to be found in flickering candlelight... Real Christmas trees, slowly stirring citrusy glue vine over the stove while Sam kisses the nape of my neck. Sometimes I look at my life from the outside and I can't quite believe that it's mine. I don't like having something this big to lose.
4: It just feels really authentic. I don't know. I think that's the thing about it. It really does feel like you're just diving into someone's memories. Yeah. And like, that is a feat. Because it's really, that's not easy to do. So I think, I don't know, I, I felt, I feel like this whole thing is like just diving into your brain, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and making sure that that space feels like it's detailed and nuanced enough to really be like, this is how full the experience was. Like that was our job to do you know and I think like the way that you played the stereo field Adam was so beautiful because you really do get that sense of space like everyone please listen to this on headphones (laughs) Please, Um, but yeah like it's it it's really tapping into what ASMR does and I don't know giving you a sense of yeah just how how much this experience shaped you it feels so emotive which is like really spe- well. That's what I look for in a podcast. Mm.
2: But another side of it as well is there's this the scripted story, your memoir story, which spans like five years from Copenhagen to Sydney. It, to
1: before, before Copenhagen, even. before oh, yeah. Copenhagen, I'm just yeah. you also know my personal timeline. <laughs> hello, <laughs> <laughs> to Reddit, I yes. guess. Yeah, and so yeah,
2: to the internet. so that, and then all those acted scenes that supports these memories that, of your mm. of your memoir. But then. The other side of it is this documentary into the world of Pillow Talk and Reddit and ASMR, relationship role play. Mm. And then you also have these really authentic conversations with friends you've made online and creators who you've listened to online. And in some cases only a snippet of those conversations makes it into the podcast, but I got to hear like all three <laughs> hours. Yeah. That, that could be a podcast on its own, those conversations you had. and And I think there's some moments that you have with people, particularly with like... Logan mm. and with Eve, I think that's mm. one of my favorite
0: She's um, great. interviews.
2: The erotica, Eve, the erotica artist, mm. um, where you do have these really beautiful connections with them as well. Mm. Do you have a favorite oh, moment? Oh, this is my
1: favorite friend. Not my favorite, <laughs> friend, <laughs> a favorite <laughs> moment from them because you haven't oh, met like, you haven't met a lot of these people. I haven't met any of them in real life, have I? No, I feel like I have. I mean, most of them live overseas. They're in um, Mm. a lot of the people in this podcast are in the States or in the UK or, you know, in Europe. Yeah, but it was funny because when I approached doing this podcast uh, or this project, I just wanted to do a project about relationship role play. So I was really Mm. interested in how, you know, beyond the usual um, veneer of ASMR and everyone thinks it's a bit weird, um, I thought relationship role play specifically said something about about ourselves and communities and um, connection and loneliness, even pre-COVID, like why are people, what are people not getting in their real life so mm-hmm. they're turning to strangers on the internet for? Um, but yeah, at, at the, I sort of had met all those people just through through listening but also reaching out, being like, hi, I'm a basically not a journalist but like pretending to be. Um, and only through starting to make it and write it did I kind of go, oh, oh no, I think it's about me.
4: And yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really full on story. Like, there's so much to unpack. Mm. I think you're so fucking brave for telling it. Like, I, it just feels it feels like a story that your best friend would tell you, and I think that's really special. And I think that it will resonate with people because of that bravery. Like, that's it's we need to be talking about this stuff more it's a, it's a really beautiful thing. Like I, it, it feels intimate the way that ASMR is, you know, it feels Mm -hmm. like every part of the podcast is pulling together in the same way. It's all got the same mission. Um, and Mm I, I, I think that's, yeah, not something that happens that often. So Mm. I think people will love that.
1: I think it's also like, not just me, but for Uh, without any spoilers, but a lot of the other um, contributors in the podcast who are interviewees, it also gave them, you know, this big thing was happening and it gave them a place to put their anger and frustration and and to kind of work things out. I mean, this podcast was um, commissioned by Audible before coronavirus, you know, I think it was happening in China, but it certainly wasn't Mm. um, a concern in Australia. And then it was commissioned and straight away we went into lockdown. It was just like fate I manifested lockdown is what I'm saying guys (laughs) yeah it's for a podcast it's about loneliness and people connecting on the internet um was a very strange thing to be working on
4: yes fortuitous Mm -hmm. Mm. favorite favorite bits
1: I think my favorite bit in the podcast is actually maybe New Year's Eve I just love New Year's Eve oh yeah that's really nice on New Year's Eve we do as the Danes do squish into a tiny apartment, demolish a tower of marzipan cookies and clamber onto chairs to jump (laughs) off into the new year together.
3: Six, five, four, three, two,
1: one.
3: Happy New
1: Year! Sam pulls me into a kiss as the clock strikes 12. I see Ella watching us from across the room. I've never seen anyone look so sad, and I just know. Later, Ella will tell me that I knew before she did. But my favorite, like <laughs> anecdote from this is when we recorded. We have um, Bob Ross. Uh in the in the podcast, who is the daddy of ASMR. Um, but Adam also recorded some additional painting sounds. Mm. Yes? You're looking mm. at me like, what are you about to say? Yeah, I'm, I'm
4: concerned.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jess, <laughs> Jess told me that.
1: <laughs> 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 you, you? Sorry, I'm laughing too much. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna record some painting sounds. We were like really under the pump, and you like were, like, I'm just going to Bunnings because I have to get canvas. When you watch the disarmingly wholesome 80s TV personality Bob Ross paint his happy little trees in the joy of painting.
3: Hi, welcome back. Certainly glad to see you today.
1: A once obscure public access series which is now, 25 years after his death, an internet cult hit. We
3: don't concern ourselves with mistakes. We just have happy accidents. I'd like to wish you happy painting. God bless my friend.
2: I also brought paintbrushes to the Foley studio and was like, Adam, I have a feeling this Bob Ross thing is going to fall through. So just as a backup, this was ages ago, just as a backup. Before
1: we licensed it. Can we
2: record some painting sounds? I've got these big old crappy house paintbrushes, which is all I could find. And he's like, we don't have a canvas. And I was like, no, it's fine. You just, just like, this is like saying this to a Foley artist. (laughs) Don't ever do that.
3: We promised we wouldn't fight on this podcast. (laughs)
2: it sounded good okay wait what was in it did you fix it or was it the table brushing
3: no i i ended up doing it i I did i think i used a box though
4: my favorite bit is the end i had such a i was texting photos to laura because i was laying in the music right at the end of episode eight and I just, I could not stop crying. I just took photos of my crying face and sent them to Laura and I was like, oh, this is too much. It's so beautiful. It's just such a tender ending and, I don't know, it felt so right as a way to finish off this thought, which, you know, maybe it's not the end, I don't know. But um,
2: Season two, baby. <laughs> But would, yeah.
1: you, would you do a season two? Like how do you feel after, the, after your first foray into podcasting? Oh, let's see how it goes when it comes out. Um, I mean I loved making it. It was the best thing ever and it was so, um, for so many reasons, like I hadn't made anything factual before. Everything mm-hmm. I've done has been scripted drama. Um, I love the immediacy of podcasts just in terms of accessibility for Audiences, but also for us as creators, like making films is just like now. I'm like, why does anyone do that? It's even just getting the finance to make it. What a nightmare! So much work. Too many portaloos to think about. Mm. Like, absolutely not. I just love that we could, you know, just go out there. And, and I also love that you can be like, this is set in Copenhagen, mm. and suddenly everyone's <laughs> in Copenhagen. You don't have are to build the a set in a soundstage. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I I loved it, and I'm curious when I do. Season two of this, I don't know. I feel like probably some more stories will come out after this. Yes. With no spoilers.
3: When you're mixing something you've done the sound design for, Mm. uh, especially when there's a lot of sound design, a lot Mm. of layers, um, it's kind of just an extension of the sound design, right, because you're laying stuff, you're thinking about levels when you're laying it and stuff like that. And when just... Going through and doing the final mix of the episodes with phrase music and some mm-hmm. of the other music and 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 all the ASMR and the scenes and like this kind of palette that that was just a real joy. Like it, I mean, I, I got it got pretty hard at the end I felt like I was going to <laughs> not let go of five it five in the morning <laughs> no more I just just I guess um no, like we on it for so it long like, I finish? was so attached to the episodes and I kind of just kept finding things I wanted to change and stuff like that but you know I just enjoyed listening to it like mm. it and 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 kind of getting lost in it that process mm. which doesn't always happen in a final mix <laughs> <laughs> no true yeah, yeah. by
4: then you're usually like I'm done mm. with this What's your fave
3: bit, Adam? I guess no spoilers, but is it end of, of three? three yeah. yeah, end of three.
1: Yeah. There's, the
3: there's audio diary. The yeah,
1: the yeah. erotic.
3: The yeah. Erotic. The erotic. <laughs> uh, yeah, quotes, when Laura, Laura um, makes uh, talks about you, you make a erotic ASMR. And where, a change you was to, made. Yeah. and <laughs> I just think it's it's a really um, sad and beautiful moment, yeah. and it's and it's a great performance.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay, (laughs) this is My Fantasy by Laura Neuch. Okay, so I am a girlfriend of someone very nice who I love and who loves me and (laughs) they don't love anyone else and we're just cute, monogamous and love each other. (laughs) Oh my god, this is such a fucking pathetic fantasy. Okay, um, and, um, (laughs) um, we maybe start making out and,
0: um...
2: I mean, even after all 18 months of listening to it and working on those scripts and being so familiar with it, I still cried at the end every time. <laughs> yes. And, and I still got, I got more and more ASMR from it. And, Me and too. So hopefully anyone who listens to it as well, it can be their gateway into a, a hopefully the more beautiful side of this community online.
4: Yeah, definitely.
3: I can't wait to listen to it again.
2: <laughs> How
4: long will you take before you do that again? Oh, when it comes Tuesday, out. Yeah, next
3: I'm week. To it when it comes the twenty
4: sixth
1: of
3: October. Everyone <laughs>
1: live I, on Audible.
3: I, I haven't. I haven't allowed myself to listen to it. Since.
1: Oh, that's that's good. But
3: as in I've li- I listened to it a lot. Yes. <laughs> and even after the the like, I did a QC and then I kind of listened to it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to listen to it
1: again. Yeah, it's so nice. Like, listen, You know, obviously, we have all listened to it a hundred million times. Without exaggerating. Um, but just those, like even just hearing those last little sound bits that came into it, I still get so surprised by them in the end. Mm. Just like, you know, having Bob Ross in the end and some of the beautiful sound design that you did and like all the bop, pop songs that mm. we had in there from mm. Joe Fee and Alex Dennison, mm. and from you, Adam. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do you want to whisper, do you want to ASMR sign off of how people sure. can hear it?
1: What do you mean? <laughs> where, where can we listen to this? Uh, oh, you can listen to it on the Audible app. So you should just get Audible and listen to it then. <laughs> call your mom. Tell her you love her. Listen with headphones. Listen,
3: please. please listen with, like with headphones. Or Adam Connolly will cry. I'll be there. I'll know you've done it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was Jess Hamilton, Laura Nudge... Adam Connolly and Freya Backout talking about the making of Audible's Pillow Talk. The Audiocraft podcast is produced by Bernadette Fungnam Nguyen and mixed by Glenn Morrow. Music is by James Milsom. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Audiocraft podcast on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a whole back catalogue of audio advice for you to explore. We've got more episodes delving into the magical world of sound design like this one from season one called Sound Design, From Field to Mix.
3: So you're hearing the swoosh through the bowl and the wind from the guy,
2: shh, and then the grind. You know, guys were barely grinding back then, but then, you know, you hit the tile, the and the drain always was covered by, like, a little piece of cardboard, and so you hear that ka that really hollow sound. And and I'll never forget just that modern, beautiful swooshing sound of of a skateboard. Uh, going through a swimming, empty swimming pool, it, it, it just was like magic to me.
0: You can keep in touch by finding us on Twitter and Instagram at AudiocraftPod. And for more Audio Maker treats, sign up to our newsletter at audiocraft.com.au.